Hi guys, it's Kaylee. And it's Emily. And this is Picture Perfect. Hello, you guys. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. And what's better than getting an episode from your two favorite ladies? I was about to say women. Ladies. Ladies <laughs> makes me feel old. Yeah. Then, I don't want to say women. I don't know. Girls. Girlies. Girly pops. Your gals. The gals are back at it again. Yeah. With... Exactly. We're doing a part two to our episode from last week. So if you haven't listened to that one, go listen to it. We did the first set of the 36 questions to fall in love no we're not trying to fall in love but we just thought we're it'd trying, be fun for you guys to get to, to know you, us yeah so this set's so going to be a little bit deeper than set one and set one honestly like was deeper than i thought it would be so we'll see how this goes i think we're just deep people though so yeah we, that's true like, we were, we're also like, like very comfortable with each other so we're just like my childhood trauma is <laughs> yeah exactly like if i did this with somebody that i didn't know i probably would not yeah like if this was me and like someone i was talking to i'd be like i don't even know like (laughs) yeah like calm and collected not so maybe i should answer like i'm would answer this to a stranger no you shouldn't i don't know no we want the spice they all want the spice Mm. the problem with a podcast is that like it feels like no one's listening so you open up and you're you say like deep things and then you realize later that people actually listen to that and you're like fuck <laughs> you're like can you like not listen and just like oh <laughs> yeah because you don't have control over who listens but anyways that's fine so before we go ahead and get into today's episode we have to recap our weekends oh yeah so this weekend and it kind of goes into the question of like what I did for myself for others but one of my friends came to visit for a couple of days so we end up going to like a little fair by me like Friday night I had all the good fair food we walked around and like looked at the games and the rides and they had outdoor music so like that was a lot of fun and then we ended up going out to the bars which was um oh wait that was not Friday night that was Saturday night wow my time is all out of whack that was Saturday night Friday night her and I ended up going like out to dinner and then we ended up getting picking up like ice cream and making brownies and we made like brownies on it was so good oh it was so good um and then we ended up watching like movies and stuff so we had a good like wine night kind of thing that sounds beautiful it was so (laughs) nice my stomach hurt though because I like drank so much wine like had so much food like but it was so good I slept so well um but my stomach did not like me the next day because of the ice cream mm. catching my drip. You know, so you should have made your banana ice cream. I know, but that would have been probably gross with brownies. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have yeah. been. But, anyways, so then Friday, then we ended up going to the pool, then the fair, and then we went out. And Friday or Saturday night, um, if you guys don't know, was the USC Chapel Hill game. So the bars were absolutely packed like I've never seen them that packed and there was so much like blue and red and black and white and stuff like that it was just insane that's fun Uh, so I had fun but waiting in the lines were not that fun but I got to hang out with some friends and see some friends I haven't seen in in a little bit so that was really nice 
And then Sunday was my friend's boyfriend's birthday. So celebrated him. And that's kind of like what I did for others, I guess. Not really. I think that's just me being a friend. But like I celebrated his birthday. And then I watched a movie with them and went home. And Monday, I literally slept all day because I was so tired from being in the sun like the whole weekend. So yeah, that was it. And then you, Miss Girl, were traveling. So you have to update us there. Yeah, it wasn't anything too crazy. My friend slash coworker that I went with, she is currently hunting for her next city. She lives in South Florida right now, and she is looking for the next place that she wants to live. And she is intrigued by the entire um, like East Coast and just like Northeast specifically. So she's already done like New York and Boston and um philly but she wanted to go to dc so that's where we went this weekend and i'd already been it's not like my favorite place nothing wrong with it but i just feel like there's not too much to do like i feel like we were kind of struggling not struggling to find things to do but it just wasn't it wasn't anything crazy by any means but we spent the weekend really just going to like a lot of museums We went to, like, a lot of art museums, um, and my friend is, like, obsessed with greenery because Mm -hmm. she doesn't get it. (laughs) And get, like, bushes and grass and trees and, like, obviously she gets, like, palm trees and stuff, but she's just, like, obsessed with, like, greenery that's here. And so we went to, like, gardens and just a lot. Honestly, I let her plan the entire weekend, and I just was there for for fun and all of that. But, um, yeah, it was a good weekend. But I was, like, I was exhausted. I don't know what is going on with me. But, like, I feel like I need a week to catch up on sleep. Well, you've been traveling a lot. so I guess, yeah. I mean, I had just gone to Boston and then, like, worked and then went to D.C. But, yeah, I don't know. I've been tired. Um, But I got back on Monday and I just spent the day, like, getting my life together. So I went into the week feeling good. I need to fold like I said fold I need to fold my pile of laundry (laughs) that's always the one chore when we talk about getting our life together you're like I need to fold laundry (laughs) it's because it's like I hate doing it I hate it it's the one thing that I hate doing like I'm gonna have to marry someone who likes folding laundry I will wash dry do all that but when it comes to folding don't want to do it I will vacuum I will mop that's the only I will dust dust. I will dust. I will literally wash all of your shoes. Like, it just, I don't like folding clothes. I don't know what it is. No, that's honestly the worst. It just takes so much time. I honestly don't. I just, like, throw it in there. Anyways, <laughs> um, do we want to go ahead and get into the questions? Yeah. All right. So, the first question is, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Oh, but gosh, there's like so much I want to know. I feel like it's because right now I'm trying to figure out a bunch of everything. <laughs> yeah, we're like lost 20, like I want them to tell me like wh- not even like who like I marry or like anything like that. It's just honestly, what am I supposed to do with my life? Because I feel like that would solve most all of my problems is just knowing my direction. Mm hmm. But at the same time, like, that's the whole point of life is, like, finding out, like, trial and error and, like, you know, finding your place in life and finding, you know, the people that make you happy and stuff like that. It's all about the journey, right? But, like, part of me wants to know, like, 
what's what's my dream job what what do i end up doing with my life you know yeah but then what if i don't like it i don't know it's a double-edged sword yeah i feel like i'm not trying to be cheesy but i feel like i wouldn't want to know anything like obviously my first instinct is like when do i get married who is it to like yeah, what's my dream job? Where will I be living? When will I have kids? Like, I want to know all those things, but I don't at the same time. And I would hate to get an answer that I'm not happy with and, like, not have the story behind it and, like, self-sabotage and just be, like, not looking forward to that point in my life um, or, like, waiting for the future. Like, I, I like being in the moment. I like not knowing what's coming. I don't like it. That's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we all want control over things. But there's beauty in it, and I appreciate that. And so I think that I would say I don't want to know anything. Fair enough. I think, that, honestly, that's the best answer. But at the same time, part of me is like, I want control. I want to know who I marry. Where do I live? Do I have kids? Like, what kind of job do I have? You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to yeah. know all that. But at the same time, like, if it's something that you aren't going to like right now, like, you know, because like yeah. you may like it in 50 years. or I don't know exactly and I think not knowing the story behind like why things ended up being the way they're being I I don't know I just we all want control over things like I definitely do but I kind of like not knowing so Mm that would be my answer um all right is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time if so why haven't you done it I have two things okay one I want to move away whether like out of the state um and two i want to go into modeling both of these are like a fear though the reason why i haven't done them is because one moving out of the state would be moving away from my family and my friends and i'm really bad with change and so that is terrifying to me but at the same time i want to do it so bad because i want to you know experience new things and meet new people and and stuff like that I'm always like afraid of like what what's what's gonna go wrong what's the worst that could happen right I don't I think about what's the best thing going to happen I always think the worst which is mm-hmm. something I need to change but then too I, I do want to go into modeling because sometimes <laughs> sometimes I think I could do it but the other time I'm like I see all these pictures and I'm like these women are beautiful but both are just a fear and I have to get over it but I get that I mean I say don't do that to yourself because like you say oh, well, those women are beautiful. Like, you have to yeah. change yourself because, like, obviously you're beautiful too. I would love it. I have always said that I think you'd be good at modeling. And, like, so many people, that not to make this, like, a hype up for Emily, but, like, all of my <laughs> friends have been like, yeah, she could do modeling. Um, Even acting too. Like, I just, I see it in your future. But, yeah. I mean, I definitely get that because it's, like, change is scary or, like, taking a big step like that is scary. Yeah. But I also feel like the modeling acting industry, you have to really know who you are because a lot of people will try to change you. A lot of people you're like, then comes a lot of people's opinions. And I don't think where I'm at right now is where I'm confident in who I who I am and who I want to be. So I feel like if I went into it right now, there would be like a possibility that I would be like very wishy-washy, like I wouldn't be able to, you know, build my image. If that makes sense. Yeah. Make sense? I think that going into something like that where unfortunately you you might be picked apart. Um yeah. 
you know, just because everyone, like when hiring somebody for a role or for, you know, whatever you're modeling for, they all are looking for different things. And so you will be picked apart because you might be what they're looking for. You might not. And if you already have a low self-confidence or you don't really know who you are, you like you have to have that identity before you yeah, can for sure. go or something like that. That's that's and, very true. And to be fair, that's something that also could be built along the way. Definitely like self-confidence and stuff like that. But um, just personally, I think right now I need to get a grasp on things around me first before I'm like, let me just uproot my life into a different state and then let me change my entire career path and just decide to jump over the cliff and full send it but I also think that like to play devil's advocate like you I don't know I feel like for certain things yes you can plan and you can plan and you can plan but like there's not always a right time for things it's just you just got to do it like you have to take leap of faith and so I understand wanting to get like your ducks in a row and it feel like it's the right time but like not everything's gonna be perfect I agree and I think I wait for like that perfect moment but I think I do too and I feel like I've had a longing for things for a long time and I just push it off because like you I'm just like I'm gonna wait until all the stars align and it's just I get this big sign from the universe and it's just time for me to do the thing and that's not how life works all the time but I agree I like those answers mine would be same as you mine would be moving to a new state and I have the same fears as you we've talked about this I feel like I'm in a position right now where I know that I want to explore a new city and get out of my comfort zone and get out of my environment that I've known my entire life which I did for college but it's it was still I don't know I feel like I didn't get that full experience because it was still with people that I knew I've never in my life had to go and do something completely alone and learn to like sink or swim and so I feel like just for character building like I need that but obviously that's uncomfortable and you don't want to do that so you like push it off and avoid um so I always say like I would move if someone came with me but that kind of defeats the purpose but yeah I don't know I just I I do crave like a change and I don't always know if it's for the healthiest reasons I can't tell if it's like oh I'm just dissatisfied but maybe I'll be happy here or it's just like I really am just ready for the next thing but like I was just saying to you I think it's just if you have that like gut feeling like that you need to like it doesn't matter why like just take the leap of faith but I haven't pulled the trigger either so I can't really speak speak but that and then starting my own business to some capacity that that should be another one of mine too yeah I like I really want to just like start like obviously it's not going to be something like anytime soon but I want to just start and Mm -hmm. I haven't so that's the same thing for me too it's hard it's really hard and it you I feel like whenever you try to get enough information to feel like you you have a handle on things you know to do there's so much information out there that tell you to do one thing and know another thing or another thing it gets overwhelming and then you just don't end up doing it yeah so thanks for that all right next question what is the greatest greatish what is the greatest accomplishment of your life I honestly hate these questions like I do too I hate it like my initial thought is like I haven't accomplished anything other than the obvious like obviously I've graduated college I have a career I have my own apartment like 
all of those things are accomplishments, but they just seem so small. Not even small. They just seem so like basic because that's just the norm. At least Mm -hmm. with, like, where we grew up and what we're used to and what we see people around us doing. Like, that's just the path you follow. And I recognize that that's not everyone's path and that I have such a privilege to be able to do those things. And I should be proud of myself for putting in the work to accomplish those things. But they just don't feel like accomplishments. I feel like this was is, like, a great time for therapy. (laughs) Because, and I'm not going to get too deep I into feel like this episode has been so serious. Just... I was about to say, well, the, the issue is, is like, <laughs> um, to be fair, I feel like we should just like, fly, we could fly through these questions, but we break them down. And yeah, if I want to break that down, I think it's the fact that we just hold ourselves to such a high standard where we're like, we should be accomplishing this, 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 because we see that accomplishment as like a major accomplishment, but we don't see moving out and you know, doing good at your job and getting raises or something like that as as an accomplishment. You just see it like that's what's normal because that's what society like in the society that we live in, like that is normal. But the thing is, is if we look at you know people in a whole or like society in a whole, like not a lot of people have the opportunity to move out. Not a lot of people have the opportunity to have such a you know a decent paying job. But I think we sometimes have to take a step back and realize like those are accomplishments. So like little things like. If you got up, you know, 15 minutes earlier to do your, you know, self-care or something, and you don't normally do that, like, that's an accomplishment. And I think that that's just, like, we nitpick everything. No, we do. And it's it's reframing it in your mind. But I feel like I'm my initial instinct is, like, I view accomplishments as, as something that, like, that's unique to you. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like I have a roommate who followed the exact exact same path as me. So it's hard to see my accomplishments as that because there's someone right next door that did the same thing. But I understand that they are. And I do know that it's just that negative self-talk that comes out. But I mean, mm-hmm. if I had to say something, which again, I these don't feel like accomplishments to me, but I know they are. And the reason that I pick these over everything that I just said is because they were more accomplishments in the sense of like growing as a person and that would be not like this is so cheesy not like overcoming like mental health like I still deal with it obviously but like getting myself out of a really dark place Mm -hmm. I see that as an as an accomplishment and I'm really proud of myself for doing that um and seeing the difference of where I was at versus where I am now and like not giving up <laughs> um yeah that and the podcast even though that's really cheesy it's just like that's something that like old me probably would have never tried because you know fear of what people would say and so like taking the leap and just doing it yeah like literally just starting it mm-hmm. is an accomplishment in, in and of itself to me fair enough I think for me, it's so hard because like, I feel like if I really looked at my life. I'm like, oh, well, I did graduate and I got a job and I'm, you know, a big girl job. And like, that's a great accomplishment. But like, this is going to be kind of cheesy. <laughs> and we were just not we weren't just talking about it, but I would say the greatest accomplishment is like ending it with my ex. <laughs> <laughs> and I say this and you guys are going to be like, oh, my God. But it's because we had a really toxic relationship and it was very like hot and cold, hot and cold. And I feel like I'm I'm always a very forgiving person. 
and I was just getting walked all over and I think that not like going no contact is something of an accomplishment itself um yeah and it's like always a very and if you guys have have similar experiences it's a very stressful very lonely isolating like just a very difficult time to go through so I give myself a pat a pat on the back for everything that I've endured no I do too and I feel like a lot of the times we almost gloss over what breakups can look like and what the aftermath of that can look like because so many people go through it Mm -hmm. but honestly like this is so cheesy I don't know why this episode is feeling cheesy and like weird but because it's deep it is deep but I don't know I don't like the vibes but anyways (laughs) um, (laughs) like love is such an intense emotion and to love somebody and still walk away because you know it's not good for you like that's a hard thing to do like that's a really, really, say, really hard thing to do. It is one of the hardest decisions, like and things that I've, I've ever had to do, uh, because I clearly have I had a lot of love for this person, but I just was not good mentally, physically. I was like falling apart. Like I was, like reaching like rock bottom. Like where I like, was very suicidal, and it was awful. Um. And I'm not saying, like, he's an awful person or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, just the relationship was so – it was just very toxic. And I, you know, had wanted – I had wanted it to work out, and, and it just – it wasn't, and I was forcing it. And I think it's just sometimes, like, when that happens, it's – some people, you know, give in to that, and some people are able to, you know, take a step outside and – or not – or take a step outside, but, you know, take a step away and – I was able to take a step away, but it's still one of the hardest things I've ever had ever had to do. Yeah. No, but I know. Anyways, I know there's no <laughs> good there's no good segue for these questions. It's like to lighten things up just a little bit. Just it's like a little bit. I feel you. All right, next question. <laughs> it just it doesn't feel right, but on that note, okay. What do you value most in a friendship? Oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> um. I don't really know what the word is for it. Not acceptance, but like unconditional love. I don't, that's like not that, but it's like, I want to be able to go to you with like things. And like, I just want to be able to be open and talk to you about everything. I think it is acceptance. Like you want to be able to be yourself and be like not perfect, make mistakes, be who you are and not feel judged for that. Yeah, I was gonna say either acceptance or something like that, and or like consistency, like being able to like rely on you and to know that you have my back, stuff like that. That's a good one. What yeah, for you? me, what I was gonna say. What about you? It would be honestly just having like a deep emotional connection. That sounds really cheesy again, but obviously going below the surface, but connecting on like that level. Which is, like, Mm -hmm. what a friendship is, but I don't know. I I think that there's a lot of friendships out there that don't go that far, and you don't click in that way. You might get along and have fun together and do your thing, but, like, having somebody where, like, your minds are just, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? And being able to talk about stuff like that and feel heard and seen and like understood that's that's a good feeling so I would say that okay and then wow way to really switch it up 
but what is your most mm. terrible memory no treasured oh i skipped one <laughs> sorry treasured and terrible okay so what is your most treasured okay i guess i'll be a, i'll just do a two for one yeah but what is your most treasured memory and then what is your most terrible memory that's so hard it's hard just to pick one i don't know man do you know I mean, I could probably pick out a, a terrible one, like a deep one, but I don't want to do that. I I'm going to be more shallow, but I'll give you a funny story that is still a very cringy, terrible memory for me. Um, it was when it was like sixth grade. I had stayed like extra like during the first block or like I don't know, some it was either lunch or something to get tutoring in my math class from my teacher and there were a couple of like cute older guys in the back of the classroom like doing extra work or something too oh there's like God. three <laughs> you went three like old... what you went like shallow waters with this one. oh I'm, I had to I, I this is it was the first thing that popped up besides like something that was more deep but the, uh, the <laughs> um I, I did go shallow but terrible memory would be like my grandfather died but anyways so there was like a couple of cute guys sitting in the back of, back of the classroom and I was at the whiteboard with my teacher like solving a problem and I guess I was feeling particularly gassy and I let one rip and I looked over to my teacher I turned bright red this is like embarrassing moments Stop. This was literally one of the memories that came up. And I turned so bright red because, like, the I had this crush on this guy since forever, and he was in the back of the classroom. And I'm pretty sure that ruined my chances, even though I did, probably didn't have any chances because I was weird and ugly back then. But Don't do that to yourself. Ugh, no, I really was. I was weird. It was okay. Um, anyways, so I looked over at my teacher and busted out laughing, and he started laughing, and he was like, I wasn't going to say anything. But you started laughing and I'm sorry. And all the guys in the back were laughing, like dying out of their seats. And I was mortified, just mortified. I turned bright red. I started sweating. Like I was like, I want to die. I just want to leave. I, I need to, I need like the Lord to just bring me to heaven at this point because. Oh my gosh. Anyways, so that was a terrible memory, but a treasured memory um I would say I just always genuinely love like Christmas mornings like the like Christmas time like with my family like my grandparents um sometimes we have seen my family from Florida my Oma coming um so I think that's just I always love that time of year because I get to see everybody and it's always fun yeah oh my goodness I'm like still over here trying to think I chose a funny cringy moment because I, mean, I didn't want to get I into my terrible I have like memories. A, I don't mind going there. I just don't really like not that I don't have anything, but like Hmm, which one to pick? No, it's not even that. It's just like they all sound kind of like eh. Don't minimize your terrible memories. I know. I I don't know how to explain it, but I guess a bad one not that it's like terrible it wasn't even like the memory itself it's just like looking back I, I literally hate making everything about mental health but like anyways um like looking back and just knowing that it 
was like such a low point and that like there were people that were like genuinely like worried about me like I hate that I no, I don't hate that I did that but I don't know um you were just in a dark place it was you know terrible memory yeah I mean I guess it would just be like this like this day where like my friends like came to me and it was like literally like an intervention like because I was very suicidal and they were like genuinely worried for me and it was like this whole thing and that was a pretty bad one so I guess I would say that treasured I mean the first thing that comes to my mind is like it's not really a memory but it's just time spent with my grandpa my Mm -hmm. papa who's basically my dad um because he's just the sweetest human that I I know (laughs) yeah he's just like the best man so there's just a lot of like cute moments that like just show me how like selfless he is yeah that's Um, my grandparents yeah it's I don't know I like told you this but or maybe I didn't tell you this but he picked me up from the airport and was like driving me back to my place and I left he had just gotten like a surgery down on his leg and so it was like hurting he was in a lot of pain he was like limping and I get out I'm like walking to my apartment and I left a scrunchie in this car I am in the elevator like going up he runs he books it to give me my scrunchie that is the sweetest thing ever i'm gonna cry i know <laughs> like it, it was, that's what i mean like he's just such a selfless man like there's been there was like another time where we were all together for my dad's birthday not him like my actual biological dad um and we were like in the backyard like playing games and my papa deals with a lot of back pain and he's always been one to hide it like you don't know if he's hurting he's like always hurting but he doesn't want people to like feel bad for him and not even that it's like he just doesn't want the focus to be on him he'd rather focus on other people Mm -hmm. and he played games with my dad the entire day like outside just playing like yard games and when we got in the car to leave he was like yeah like I've been in so much pain the whole day but I didn't want to ruin his birthday like, as if my dad would have cared if we played backyard games. Like, he's a grown man. But, like, that saying, I was just like, I don't know anyone better than you. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. There's just, there's such, yeah. So, I love that man. Anyway. <laughs> if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you're living now? Why? I would say definitely. I would definitely take more risks. Like, I would just go travel, spend all my money. And... Yeah, yeah, I feel like I definitely wouldn't continue, like, working. Oh, for sure. I would definitely take risks and just kind of do all of my, like, life goals in that year. Yeah. I feel like there's something there that we should probably think about. Yeah, there is. <laughs> that you should start <laughs> I just, taking I risks I just know that I play life like that. way too safe. So I feel yeah. like I should start taking more risks all right and then the next question is what does friendship mean to you I feel like we just answered that one yeah the other one was like what do you value most in friendship and we kind of went into it a little bit more than that I don't know I would just (laughs) say I don't know 
it's like really what we already said it's just being able to come to somebody be able to talk about my problems or like be open feel supported feel that they're reliable I can trust them yeah pretty much like that in a nutshell yeah I mean I would just say having someone that yeah like for you sorry I I finished your sentence no like all that cheesy stuff like you can be yourself and they can be their self around you and you guys get each other and you're there for each other through good times bad times whatever like just a reliable rock my friends are my rocks a rack I'm so glad I'm a rock. You are a rock to me. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next question. What roles do love and affection play in your life? Oh my goodness. Okay, honestly, my first like answer to this question would be I am somebody that like wears my heart on my sleeve. And I mean, obviously I love my family. I love my friends. Actual like romantic love. Like I feel like all of those are just like strong for me and like emphasized because I'm Mm -hmm. emotional and I feel things very deeply and I don't know where I was going with that (laughs) I don't really know how to answer this question to like very well like roles that love and affection play in my life I don't know I feel like I'm a certified lover girl so I just love I honestly this sounds so cheesy but I love everyone I love everything like that's just to one everyone I'm, and I love everything that, but that's the thing is like whenever you ask me like do you want to go do something I'm like hell yeah like it could be and most of the time actually the only two things that I don't necessarily love is like golf and bowling that's and the reason it? Why I say that I don't know that why. cannot be the only two things okay I'm sure there's more but that's what I just thought off the top of my head because I actually had this conversation like two days ago because watching golf is like watching paint dry and that's going to be an unpopular opinion I'm sorry but I have more fun, like, driving the golf cart. So. Okay, so, like, if, if your mans wanted to go golf, like, you would drive the golf cart? I would be I would be dressing cute in a little skirt, a little golf skirt, driving the golf cart looking cute. I will, I will carry his clubs, <laughs> but I will not be putting. Okay. Or hitting, whatever you call it. Because I can't, I can't hit the golf ball. I can't, and maybe that's why I don't like it as much because I can't play. But yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like topic. this is this is an odd question. I don't really. I would say, if I'm going to answer this honestly, I feel like I enjoy loving people. I enjoy receiving affection and giving affection. I would say sometimes I can focus on it too much because I will put my worth into it like if someone doesn't love me or someone doesn't give me affection I'm like why but we're working on that yeah I relate to that <laughs> yeah but I relate to all that where, like I also detach really fast so I don't mm. know but I if that's the how like I, I guess the best way to answer that question but I don't really know all right alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner share a total of five items oh yeah like hyping each other up right now yeah okay okay so (laughs) we have to this is so cheesy i know for you let's see i think you are very creative and artistic i know you're gonna say what like artistic but i i've seen your painting i don't mean it in that way (laughs) (laughs) no 
<laughs> I just mean like you're very creative like you you like put things together like interior design wise and like outfit wise and like you create these like mood boards that I would have never been able to make and I'm artistic in terms of like physical drawing painting yeah but you have such a good eye for it okay. and I'm like I love it thank you um for you I would say that you're very driven and I've told you this before but I feel like we relate on the fact that like you're not one of the few but like I don't know I feel like you not that you're not content with where you're at but you want more like you want to try new things and get out of your comfort zone and explore new places and your goals are much bigger than a lot of people I know that doesn't necessarily mean better but it's just you have this like imaginative mind and I think that's a good thing I agree so I would just say overall like ambition do you get what I'm trying to say I do, okay. which is like funny I, right now, I don't feel ambitious, but mm-hmm. I would say overall, I, I like I want more out of life. Like our brainstorming sessions, like with things are, yeah, I don't know. I don't find very many people that like relate to that. I think for you, you're very optimistic. I and am. <laughs> she's like, I am. I feel like you, I mean, of course, like you see like the logical side of things, but I feel like when it comes to like relationships and um, people in general, you're very optimistic, which sometimes can be seen as, you know, a, a, you know, a way that gets you hurt or I don't know, something like that. But I think that nowadays, a lot of people don't have that. I think a lot of people are like pessim- pessimistic and are very much like what's in it for me I don't want to say that it's not you because I think you definitely do what is good for you I just think that like I like that you also like take care of other people and like you are very optimistic and just stuff like that open-minded I just gave like a bunch of compliments I'm sorry I mean don't apologize I'll take them (laughs) okay I would say that you're very outgoing and the reason I say that's a compliment is because I think that you I think that we all can, but I definitely see that there's times where you don't take yourself so seriously and you'll put yourself out there and you'll try things and you'll meet new people and you'll do things that you haven't done before and you just kind of like go into it and you don't really have this like, okay, but like what if that's like embarrassing? Like obviously we all have like moments where we do that, but I feel like you just kind of like have fun with it. I definitely do have like an internal fear. I, just I know. And that's why I said like, to, I know you like, do sometimes, but like you also know how to just sometimes hold that back. And yeah. Yeah. And just do it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I, we, I feel weird accepting compliments. I know. Like five is a lot to too. Yeah. Let's do three. Um, we don't need to do five. I would say... I know I kind of briefly said it like on my other compliment, but I want to expand on it. I like how that normally you're very open-minded. Um, there are some things you're particular about, but when you were saying like there are brainstorming sessions, like when 
I'm talking about something or I don't know it fits an idea about the podcast or something that I want to do or stuff like that you're very open-minded in terms of like okay yeah like I'll look into it like let me like you know find out more or yeah that sounds like a good idea like I think that it literally like helped us like have a podcast yeah so like I couldn't do this by myself well you're welcome no, I'm just kidding <laughs> um, you're welcome <laughs> um okay my last one for you would be that kind of what you were saying like with me but you're very forgiving obviously sometimes (laughs) to a fault you and I both do this we know that but like I do think that yes it can be a con but I also think that there's a lot of people in this world that I don't know not that it's a bad thing because if someone like does you dirty or like you don't like the way something's happening you shut it down immediately but I think that you and I have sympathy for people and we can see outside like we can see the gray areas sometimes yeah. And I think that is a really good quality. It's just navigating that so you don't get walked over. But I do mm-hmm. respect that you can, like, hear people out and be forgiving and, you know, like, not hold grudges and not hold anger or, like, resentment. Like, you can just kind of let things be and – I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? No. And I, I think that – I say no. But yes. No. No, I don't. <laughs> I think you're the exact same way and I think that's why we get along so well I feel like Uh, my compliments were like things about myself too I was like we both do this (laughs) I didn't mean to make it like that no I know I think I mean that's why we're friends yeah that's why we're partners um wait do I do one more no we can just do three okay unless you like want to we can I I don't think the I don't think the listeners want us to compliment each other yeah they're like okay skip (laughs) we'll skip okay and so next one is (laughs) okay Kaylee how close and warm is your family do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's good lord (laughs) um this hmm. makes me want to be like I might I was gonna say I said good lord but my first thought to say was Jiminy Crickets. Okay, honestly, so long. if you listen to episode one of this, you got some background on my childhood. But I do want to say that, like, I had a very good upbringing in the sense that, like, I had a stable home. I had a roof over my head. Like, I had food. Like, you know, I had a very good childhood. And I recognize that. Um, I think to the first part of this question, like, me and my family are not very close. I think that through some of that stuff that's happened, I've put up walls and I'm not close with anybody outside of my like initial like, you know, family, like my mm-hmm. my dad and my grandparents who raised me. Um, and even there, there's like a wall up. So I wouldn't say we're very close. Um, do I wish we were closer? Yes. So, how close and warm is your family? I mean, like, lukewarm? (laughs) Between cold and warm, I would say. But, I mean, I can't complain. Like, I had a good childhood. I just also know that, like, you also went through some hard things, so. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I know there's people out there with way worse, and 
Yeah. When you put it into perspective, like I had a loving family that cares about me and was there for me. And what about you? Well, I would say I did have a good childhood growing up. Um, you know, my I grew up in a state a stable home with two parents. I I, I loved my grandparents. Um, of course, you know, the normal fighting with your siblings, but in terms of the the question, like how close and warm is your family? This is such a hard question because I think my family is really close because like we we hang out a lot. Like we always tell each other what's going on. But in terms of being warm, my parents ain't warm. <laughs> like they are not coddling. Like I just, not that they're cold either. Like where they like ice us out. Like we're all, like, like I said, we're all close. Like we talk a lot, but like they're just not warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how to describe that. That hat. I don't know. You said lukewarm. So I'm like trying to like go on that scale, but I don't know how to describe that but yeah so just to to put things in perspective like we're close but we're not fuzzy feelings here yeah so I want to laugh at number 24 (laughs) ha 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 I saw this and I was like I don't want to answer this question (laughs) like both of us yeah so um last question is how do you feel about your relationship with your mother Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is such a lovely question and to my mom if you listen to this by chance I'm so sorry I do love you (laughs) um but I also feel like she knows this already but I feel like my mother and I have a very strained relationship I would like it for it to be better but I also think that we are both very stubborn and in different ways and there are things that like I would prefer that she doesn't want to do she wants me to do things that I don't want to do so I feel like it's just we're kind of at an impasse so we are kind of accepting each other as we are if that's that I don't know we'll butt heads every now and again but it's strange like we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things but I do love her I have loved my mother and she is a good mom but I think that it's just it's just different like I'm like we aren't like besties Mm -hmm. but I do like tell her things I don't know so like I said it's just strained so I mean like if I'm talking about my Nana I mean same thing I've been saying I would say that we're just not very close but she is a very good mother figure and like caretaker and she's very maternal but yeah I mean it's just there's an age gap there and so there's definitely been some disconnects and I haven't always felt like the most like supported emotionally or whatever, but I mean, she means well. And then for my actual mom, she's obviously no longer with us. (laughs) (laughs) No relationship there. But I mean, we stopped talking when I was humor. (laughs) We stopped talking when I was 10. So if that gives you any indication. And she passed away when I was like 18. So we didn't talk for like eight years. Yep. And on that note, that is the end of today's episode. <laughs> that was such like a depressing note to leave on. This entire episode, Sorry, I guys. don't like the vibes. I'm telling you, they've been like serious and just like I value this. Like to joke and have fun, but like I guess th- this is what this test is supposed not test, but like questionnaire is supposed to do. You're supposed to be vulnerable and it makes people uncomfortable. And it's not like fun and lighthearted. Like I know for me, like I cope with very horrible things with humor like you can ask Kaylee like I will make jokes out of the worst thing 
<laughs> yeah. I'm not even uncomfortable. Like it's it's with you. So like it's not like you don't know the answers to any of these questions. Like, are you surprised by anything? I would no, assume no. I'm not surprised by anything, but I think for me is I am a little uncomfortable not in sharing the information, but like sitting in the fact that we're actually like thinking about deep things and yeah, talking yeah. about them and like poking at them for yeah. a long period of time. Because for me, like I'll joke about something, I'll talk about something very briefly, but then I move on very quickly. So I feel like just sitting in like an hour long episode of us talking about our favorite memories and terrible memories and things that we want to do differently and like our relationship yeah. with mothers. Like I'm like, yeah, was a really long therapy session that I yeah. didn't ask for. Yeah. Anyways, exactly. <laughs> I mean, hope you guys enjoyed. Do you guys um, love us yet? Do you love yeah. me? We do have a third part to this that's coming next week. So if you haven't. If we haven't lost you already, you can look forward to that. (laughs) (laughs) One more deep episode, guys. One more. Yeah, and then we'll switch it to something else. I don't know what, but it won't be this. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is honestly just a way for you guys to get to know us more. And our entire podcast is on talking about like stuff like this to make it normalized. And so we'll be uncomfortable for an hour to do that for you guys but we hope you enjoyed and we'll talk you better to have you. enjoyed yeah if i'm uncomfortable for an hour it. you better like it give it a five star rating <laughs> give a review be nice because we already endured a lot as you can tell in this episode so be kind anyways <laughs> be <laughs> kind hashtag be kind be kind please <laughs> thank you from both of our hearts be kind and have a great rest of your week <laughs>